The title for today's podcast is Our Words Are Powerful. Welcome to the Hope, Healing, and Freedom podcast, brought to you by Restoring the Foundations International. Our desire is to equip you with biblical truth to empower you to live a full life of freedom in Christ. For more, please visit restoringthefoundations.org. Now, here's your podcast. You are a very powerful person. Did you know that? God has given you the ability to create or destroy with your words. We can speak words of blessing that will build up and create good results, but we also have the ability to speak negative words which lead to destruction. James 3.10 says, From the same mouth come both blessing and cursing. My brothers and sisters, these things should not be this way. God designed the spoken word to be very powerful. We see this even in the very creation of the world. In Genesis 1, when God wanted to create something, he spoke it into existence. I imagine he could have just snapped his fingers and things would have happened, but that's not how he designed this world to be. God actually gave us an example through his own behavior, how we are to operate as well. He spoke, let there be light, and light was created. God has given us that same ability to speak things into being. Now, before you jump off the ship, let me explain. Jesus healed people in so many different ways, but notice that the healings almost always included Jesus speaking to the person being healed. He was declaring what he heard his Father in heaven say about this illness. For example, in Matthew 9, 6, people brought a paralyzed man to Jesus. He said to the paralyzed man, get up, pick up your stretcher and go home. He spoke what he heard his Father in heaven say to do with this infirmity. Jesus didn't just pray and ask his Father in heaven to heal the paralyzed man. He spoke the healing into existence. Yes, you say, but eh, that was Jesus. We know his words are powerful. Well, let's look at what Jesus taught us about our words. Matthew 21, 21, Jesus said, And Jesus answered and said to them, Truly I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but even if you say to this mountain, be taken up and cast into the sea, it will happen. Now, Jesus had just cursed the fig tree by declaring, And he said to his disciples that by your words spoken in faith, you can move mountains. Jane Hammond from Christian International points out that Revelations chapter 5 verse 10 says that God has made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on earth. Jane points out that priests make petitions to God on behalf of the people. So as priests, we pray and we make petitions to Father God. Then she says that kings make decrees. So, as priests and kings, we are to do both. As priests, we make petitions to God, and as kings, we make decrees on behalf of God here on earth. Job twenty two twenty eight says, You will also declare a thing, and it will be established for you, so that light will shine on your ways. So, what is declaring? If I were to declare over and over again that I will drive a Ferrari, does that mean God's going to give me a Ferrari just because I declare it to be so? No, that's not the power of declaring. That's some type of witchcraft. And by the way, this American-sized body really wouldn't fit in a Ferrari very well. To declare something 
in faith, you first need to hear what God is saying about that thing. But the good news is John 10, 27 says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. As children of God, we do hear his voice. Declaring is then taking what we hear God say about a situation and speaking it here on earth. And because our words do have power, when we say and declare what God is saying into our world, it changes the atmosphere. In order to hear what God is saying about a situation, we have to take time to listen. We must quiet ourselves and listen intentionally for the voice of the Lord. Then once we hear what God is saying about something, man, it's our honor and privilege to speak that thing into our world and create change with our words. Since our words are powerful, we need to be careful how we use them. As James said, both blessing and cursing come from the same mouth, and it shouldn't be that way. Word curses are very destructive because the negative words we speak take on the power to create when they're spoken. Also, we have an enemy that's able to take our spoken words and orchestrate events to make them happen. For example, it's not uncommon for an exasperated parent to say out of their frustration things like, you're never going to amount to anything, or how can you be so stupid? And many other things said in the heat of the moment. Once these words are spoken, we have just declared something into existence that really will go on for generations. Plus, as I mentioned, the enemy can now take these words and empower them to make sure they happen. I believe there are many people languishing in subpar situations because someone spoke failure over them as a child. Now, Isaiah 54, 17 is, an, is a wonderful verse. It says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue which accuses you in judgment, you will condemn. This is an amazing verse which talks about the power of our words. First, it says that no weapon formed against you will prosper. Why? Because you don't let it prosper. You have the God-given authority to come against these attacks and stop them. The verse then tells us how you defeat the weapons so they don't prosper. You, standing in your authority as a child of God, hear from heaven on the validity of those words spoken against you. Then you declare what God is saying in heaven about those words to condemn the judgments coming against you. By the power of the declaration, you say to those judgments against you, no, I do not receive you. God says that is not true. And by doing so, the weapon that was intended to harm you won't prosper. Your words are powerful. Another powerful way to use your words is to declare over yourself and your home and family the things God has promised you in his word. For example, take verses like Deuteronomy 28, 13, and daily declare them over you and your family. And the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above and not beneath. If you heed the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today, and are careful to observe them. So walk around your home and say, I declare that we are the head and not the tail. We will be above and not beneath. You can also declare other verses like Philippians 4.19, and my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in Christ Jesus. Personalize it. Say, as a declaration, I declare that my God will supply all of my needs according to his unlimited riches. Okay, so when sickness comes, declare Isaiah 53.5 over that sickness. 
I declare that by his stripes I am healed. You can also declare the things that God has promised to you personally. Take the promises he gave you for your marriage and declare them into existence. Declare the things God has said to you about your children or your grandchildren. Walk around your house and declare them out loud and watch as situations begin to shift. One of the best things you can do for yourself following RTF ministry is to declare your new godly beliefs and godly identity statements out loud to yourself on a daily basis. It's a wonderful idea to look yourself in the mirror and declare your godly identities over yourself as often as you need to for them to become firmly rooted in your belief system. Declare them while looking at yourself in the eyes, in the mirror. It's a powerful way to bless yourself. And be sure to keep them in the I am form. I am royalty. I am a prince. I am God's favorite. Well, that was one of my godly identities, so I can share it with you. When you begin to declare those over yourself, I guarantee that your life will change. So do you have situations in your life that need to change? Maybe you're having financial problems. Maybe your marriage is not what you want it to be. Or maybe it's a difficult situation with a child or grandchild. Take whatever the situation is to prayer. Find out what God's saying about that situation. Remember, God's children, his sheep, do hear his voice. Then take what God is saying about that situation and begin declaring it. Some things change overnight, and some things change a little slower. Don't stop declaring what God told you about the situation until you see the change. In 2009, Cindy and I received a prophetic word that we were to go to RTF and be trained as ministers. Now, at the time, we had zero money in the bank, and we were barely making our monthly payments. But the prophet told us to get our application in right away. So we sent in our application to RTF and called the director of training, explained our financial situation. He said we were already past the cutoff for that year's training, but he would give us two weeks to come up with the money. So because we had heard the word of the Lord through the prophet, we began to declare that since God called us, that he would also supply the needed funds. Every day we declared that God had said to us, that we were going to go to this training, and we began checking the post office box. Day one, day four, day 10, day 13, nothing. Then on day 14, I went to the post office box, and there was a check for (laughs) $10,000. I stood in the parking lot bawling as I called Cindy on the phone. I'm convinced that our faithfulness to declare what God had said to us about this training that he would also have to provide the needed money. I'm convinced that's what did it. Of course, at the time, we had no idea that God was leading us to RTF training so that five years later, we'd become the executive directors of RTF. He was using that time to train us about the power of the declaration because he knew as executive directors of a worldwide ministry, there would be many more things we would need to hear from heaven about and release on earth. If you would like to get more information about declarations, I recommend Jane Hammond's book titled Declarations for Breakthrough. You can also look up Dutch Sheets on his Give Him 15 podcast. He he talks several different places about the power of declarations. They're just a godly thing to do, and it does change the world we live in. So, Father God, thank you that you have given us the power to declare things 
here on this earth that we hear from heaven, that you, in fact, use us as your kids to make things happen on earth. I am just amazed at that. You're an amazing God that you partner with us, you co-labor with your children to release your purposes and plans here on this earth. So Father, I pray for each one that's listening today that um, if they have any struggle or doubts with this idea of declarations, that they just take some time and get alone with you and ask you about it. Hear from your heart, hear what you're saying, because there is a power in what we say. And Lord, that those words, that the negative words that have been spoken against us that might be hindering us or holding us back from uh, everything that you've called us for and called us to and given us, Lord, I ask that you would show us those so that we can condemn them, so that we can hear from heaven and say, no, that is not true. That is not what God says about me or about my life in this situation and break those curses, break those word curses that come against us. So Lord, I release your blessings. I speak your blessings that you are a good father that have good gifts to give to your children, that you have empowered us to do all that you've called us to do, that we can rest and trust in you, that our provision, that our future, that everything that is coming um, to us in the, in the future, Lord, You've got all that we need for those situations, and we can rely on you. So I just bless each one that's listening. I thank you, Lord, for this ministry of restoring the foundations that sets people free. Thank you for joining us on the Hope, Healing, and Freedom podcast today. We pray you are blessed and equipped with biblical truth, empowering you to live a full life of freedom in Christ. To learn more about the ministry of Restoring the Foundations International, please visit Restore. We look forward 